Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. From Autosport.com and Autosport Magazine, I'm Martin Lee, and this is the Autosport Podcast. Watching the Formula One driver's market moves. When it works well, it's like watching a, a wonderful game of chess being played. And when it's done poorly, it's like school kids on their lunch break trying to organise whose team they're going to be on for a kickabout. And it's, I think, the second option that we're in right now. Let's try and, in 30 seconds, recap where we are. Sebastian Vettel took to social media to announce his retirement. Aston Martin moved quickly to snap up Fernando Alonso, or maybe it was the other way around. Maybe they approached him. No one really knows. And... Then all hell broke loose with what should have been a very easy decision for Alpine, which is their uh, reserve driver, their Friday man, the development driver, Oscar Piastri, taking a year out, Formula 2 champion, and uh, moving him into to, to Alonso's seat. That should have been the easiest thing. And somehow we're talking about Ricardo and McLaren as part of this conversation. Let's try and work out where we are today. On Wednesday, just to timestamp it because things are changing quickly. I'm joined by Matt Q, Alex Kalinokis, and Luke Smith uh, to discuss. Uh, Matt, what have you made of the? Well, we haven't spoken since Alonso announced his thing on Monday morning. So, give us your thoughts on where we are at the minute. It's just so fast-paced. It's brilliant, isn't it? We had a point where you know 
Vettel sort of kibosh Thursday at the Hungarian Grand Prix. And we thought that was busy. And then along comes Alonso, who's obviously working super fast in the background. Interesting that I, I spoke to someone in Aston. They're like, no, news took us by surprise as well. And then Alonso's getting announced, what, three days later. So that, we believe, is a time frame in which he goes to stroll and the paperwork or enough of the paperwork is done. So really, really fast paced. And we were talking about whether that's sort of an unprecedented time schedule for such a marquee signing to be sorted. And then what we've had, you know, we thought McLaren out in IndyCar with Alex Palau, they were the ones sort of facing illegal wranglings with, with driver contracts. And then, so it seems with Alpine, they wait for Mark Webber, Oscar Piastri's manager, to be asleep in Australia. And then, and then they say he's been tapped up. And, and then the wording of the tweet that comes out, we knew from the statement there was no comment from Piastri, which raises red flags. And then not only has Piastri said, you know, I, I'm not a part of this, but he's categorically said, I will not be driving for Alpine as well. So he's sort of really nailing his... Uh, Really nailing his colours. Yeah, and burning bridges there as well. Alex, uh, I'd like to say you called it because we did a podcast on... You did. You did call it. We did a, a podcast uh, last week when the Vettel news broke with you and Kevin myself. And we were talking about who, who do Aston sign. Um, and, and you said, look, Stroll wants a big shiny thing. And that's how... Or, or a new shiny thing. And that's how you described Fernando Alonso. Your point was, for anyone who hasn't listened to that podcast, Aston have ambitions bigger than having two young up-and-coming drivers. They want a marquee name. No swapping a multiple world champion for a multiple world champion. So you you, you said Alonso, and I didn't believe you, and, and you're absolutely right. So congratulations. Well, thank you. But to be to be fair, I also then went, but it's extremely unlikely, because why would Fernando Alonso want to go to Aston Martin, which is a point I, I still stand by. Why do well, you think he's well, Because he's got a lot of, been offered a lot of money, and I think that reflects exactly what Lawrence Stroll would do. I kind of understand it from Alonso's point of view. You know, we know that he wants to t- target this third world title but maybe he's realised it might not be forthcoming so why not bank the money um, I think also what's happened you know Key, you mentioned the, the speed of the decision or the speed that the lack of time between the Vettel announcement and the Alonso announcement I think that reflects how Lawrence Stroll works he's just like right being decisive this is what I want this is what is going to be good for the team it ticks that box of it has the PR value of a world champion the theory is that Alonso could drive the team forward it reflects what I think Stroll, what I suggested Stroll probably would like to do, and Alonso wanted to be on it as well, and that's why that's what's happened. Uh, and and Luke, what's your thoughts on on how Alpine are coming out of this at the minute? Because they didn't, they had a problem of three into two don't go right. So they've got Oscar Piastri on the sidelines. They've got their Frenchman driver signed up on on a long term deal. They didn't commit to Alonso. They thought it well publicly. They said it was going to be an easy ten minute conversation. What's your reading on the Alonso side of it? I think that Alpine have somehow lost two brilliant drivers in the space of 48 hours, which is it's quite incredible. And I think that a lot of it does come down to, I think, the obsession with keeping Fernando Alonso in this team. that They were so determined to keep him and they thought that everything was agreed and everything was on the table. And Omar Safnau said there was a one plus one ta- um, contract tabled. We know Fernando wants something a little bit longer than that. The money was agreed and he said it was only fine details. And on Sunday night, Otmar says he was told by Alonso, don't worry, I've not signed with anyone else, which was a lie, of course. By then he had signed with Aston Martin. Safnau found out when we all did, when the press release dropped from Aston Martin, saying you've lost your star driver. But the time that has taken, that has sort of 
caused this frustration in the Piastri camp to brew and brew because they want to know what he's doing next year. There's been various sort of time-sensitive clauses within his contract as well. And in that time, McLaren has come along and shown an interest and that's led to sort of conversations going on there. And it appears something now being signed. And now Oscar's statement saying, I will not be driving for Alpine next year. It's a really messy situation. And Alpine are doubling down saying, no, the contract is watertight and he's ours. We're going to have him. It's, um, yeah, and I, I think Alpine, they don't come out of this very well because now it looks like they might have lost their two-time world champion who they were like putting so much of their efforts into. Their amazing young driver who has a CV, the envy of everybody in the Formula One grid, whose career they have funded and helped support. And now who are they going to get in the cockpit? And because most of the other good options are now gone for next year, they're in a really, really bad situation that kind of looks like all their own doing. I think surely a head has got to roll for this, whether it's, it falls directly under Laurent Rossi's responsibility or Otmar to lose to lose two drivers like this in such a public way and them clearly not being abreast of the situation. I think, you know, Otmar, not, uh, I'm not saying it's directly his responsibility, but that team principal role at times can be sort of um, the sacrificial lamb almost, so whether, whether or not he goes. And I, I want to come back to the length of the contract as well. As Alonso obviously had his years out of F1, he was still making the headlines with... IndyCar and and uh, winning in sports cars, but I do wonder. You know, his age, he's he's been not relevant for a little while. He sat on the sidelines. Now he's back in. It's all about securing that for as long as possible. So I, I think the the two year swing is is or the two year deal is is decisive. And I will say, like I know from contacts at Alpine, without saying too much, they had plans to celebrate the career of Fernando Alonso and and what he's done for that Endstone team with with stuff they're working on away from F1, that's all been kibosh now. So it's, yeah, again, they didn't see it coming at all. They've been completely taken by surprise. And then we saw Otmar's comments about, uh, oh, I've not spoken to Fernando. I think he's on the Greek Isles somewhere or something like that. And then Fernando then posted an Instagram story when this is all kicking off, tagging Oviedo. It again speaks to this sort of growing rift I think there has been there at Alpine like things clearly have not been rosy and this is it coming now into the public eye once we get back to Spa I'm really looking forward to that Thursday media day and getting stuck into the media sessions because there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of things to say so those uh, those Instagram geotags can be uh, can be off uh, I tagged a wine bar near where I live in Wanstead and uh, it came up in the middle of the Indian Ocean wow how well that had gone on, on. global yeah. traveller you are well. yeah get around don't I? Him, him out there eating tapas and pilo yeah definitely in Spain <laughs> Alex, how have McLaren been dragged into all of this? Because somehow they're being dragged in. And actually, some people thinking McLaren are not coming off too well out of all of this in terms of the way they're treating Daniel Ricciardo. I mean, I think from that point of view, Ricciardo probably should have scored some better results for them. It's a, it's a results business. It's a cutthroat business. Um, I don't see why McLaren is coming off badly here from my point of view I think that it's interesting it's it's like it's sort of blue on blue it's Australian and Australian which is a bit un- unfortunate but essentially what it boils down to is as far as we're aware when it looked like Alpine were going to have Ocon and Alonso for 2023 there's supposed to be or, or apparently there's a clause in the contract that Piastri had which is if you don't guarantee me a 2023 drive by this certain point potentially judging by the timings of how this has all worked out midnight on the 31st of July or, or the you know, 31st of July, things like that. You see, you see how the timings have gone. Um, and effectively, the, the suggestion is that his manager, Mark Webber, another Australian, uh, we were we were at Mark Webber, where he was there, we invited to Austria's oh, 21st, 21st birthday, birthday when we were in Melbourne. Mark yeah. Webber, someone who gets on famously with Fernando Alonso as well. Wow, indeed, indeed. Um, the suggestion is he went to McLaren and said, well, Oscar's essentially available because Alpine haven't, you know, they haven't yeah. given him the race drive that 
that we were sort of edging for. And at the same time, McLaren is clearly disappointed in Ricardo. That was evident by what Zach Brown said in Monaco. I think, you know, the race team maybe feel maybe feel slightly different, but you don't come out as the sort of company boss and make the comments that he did if he's not under pressure. The problem is, is that he, the understanding is, has a contract for next year and it's on him. So if he wants to stay at McLaren, he exercises the option and he will stay there. But that doesn't mean Piastri doesn't go to McLaren anyway, because it could have said to it could have said to Weber and Piastri, "You'll be reserve driver next year, but we guarantee a race drive in 2024." Now, why would it be doing that if it's got all its IndyCar drivers and you know all the all, and again, I think it's, it's an unfortunate coincidence or who knows? But they're having the same thing as as Matt said with uh, Alex Palou in uh, in IndyCar. Um, that in itself could just be a negotiating tactic for 2023 that it ends up being Ricardo goes well I'm not wanted I'm not getting the results maybe I go back to Alpine and Piastri does go there for 2023 but that's how McLaren are in it in terms of an F1 sense I don't think they come across badly at all they just do it. it's 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 business at the end of the day they're also looking at the long game and if Alpine if that door was shut and the alternative was Williams. And I think the Piastri camera were a bit like, mm, not really sure about Williams. Like, is that really a good option? Are we better off taking that year out and then committing that we've got a good race drive for 24? And it's also that he would be a McLaren driver. And I think for that lineup moving forward, Norris and Piastri, that's really exciting. That's a really good combination. But um, yeah, I think that, okay, you don't want to spend two years out, but then again, McLaren will put him through an intense testing program. We've seen what they're doing with their um, TPC stuff for the likes of Colton Herter, Patois Ward's going to get some running in that as well. So they would they would look after him. And yeah, two years out, it's not exactly what you want. But I think that the Piastri camp would probably think in the long term, it's the better shout than, say, going to Williams for next year and sort of, yeah, being there. And how how come Alpine are still saying, oh, we think, you know, it was a couple of days after it now, or a day when we record this later. Why are Alpine still saying publicly, they pulled back on their statements a little bit, but just, no, we have a contract in place. Like he, we, he'll be our driver. He said he will not drive for them. Is it going to go to arbitration and all those things? Do you think? And well, if you if you look at the precedent set by IndyCar, then yeah, absolutely. Paul, uh, Palau's team putting out um, legal statements, although curiously about his relation to F1 rather than it was about IndyCar. But yeah, I think it will go that far. It's very very public. Piastri saying I will not drive. You know, he he as we've said, he wasn't quoted directly in a press release. I don't know whether it's a knee-jerk reaction to go, we've we've been made to look foolish by what's happened with Alonso. We need something as soon as we can, communicate something as soon as we can. They've obviously got their legal understanding of the contract and believed it's watertight. And there's obviously a dispute over that. But it was it was hastily put together and this, this will rumble on and on and on. And, you know, I know nothing is decided yet in terms of the McLaren seat or the Alpine seat, but potentially it can impact things in the future if those if those bridges are burnt already you don't know how it comes around i would also wonder like what does this mean for like oscar said that now if this isn't sorted quickly we go to spa what's that relationship like because they have been so big on saying Oscar's our future he's the man we want I mean Alex and I we've been to some karting events with Alpine this year and Oscar is always there and he's very much sort of a public face of the team and it's like and now that relationship he said I don't want to race for you guys like it's really really fractured and I think that it's it's a battle of can you if a driver doesn't want to race for you like what does that say even if you said well here's your contract it doesn't exactly so seize for like a happy relationship in the future so it's uh yeah it's really really messy I I do wonder if maybe seeing how things rumble on the next few weeks, everyone may say, right, let's put our arms down and talk about this and get something sorted so people are as happy as can be. But I think either way, Alpine are losing big time in this. But also for Piastri himself, 
he's already a meme on the internet. Like yeah. all the brands it's, it's are getting involved. It's a rubbish involved. way to start his F1 career, isn't it? And it, it, it might not last forever, but he's a young he's a young guy. It's not a situation that he himself would have engineered, surely. But yeah, it is. He's. he's it's, it, I'm not saying he's a joke, but the situation is a joke, and it's got his name all over it. It's not. Yeah. It's not great, is it? And I saw uh, he was liking the tweets about like Mercedes were making jokes and putting you know funny <laughs> pictures up, and he's liking. Ryanair did a really good one we saw as <laughs> and well, and he's liking those tweets, right? So he's involved in the whole situation. Um, Anna, somebody posted yesterday online a picture of Otmar in 2005 in Honda gear because BAR Honda Williams fighting over Button, who wanted to break a contract and move that went to. Uh, arbitration or Formula One's version of that, uh, BIA Honda won, and Otmar was the head of the autosport, uh, uh, the motorsport division at Honda at that time. So, like, none of these guys are new to contracts. Uh, this is not his first rodeo, and he's won in in the past. But as you say, if a driver doesn't want to race for you, like, you can't strap them in to the seat and say drive fast. So it's a real messy situation. And again, you know, all the management has changed at Enston, so that team losing. Daniel Ricciardo in the way that it did, the war of words that happened there. Um, that was a messy end with their star driver. At the time, Daniel Ricciardo's star was still very, very, you know, in in the ascendancy almost because he had formed that team around him and was starting to do pretty well. He jumped ship to McLaren. All new management, Enston, Renault, Alpine name. Uh, and then if you zoom out a little bit just to get your final thoughts on this to sort of the thousand feet view, we've got other teams that haven't sorted their seats yet, Haas and Williams, etc. And then the 10,000 feet of view, you've got VW Group investment, you know, possibly Audi coming in, Porsche coming into the sport. So Aston are talking about a five-year plan to be championship winning teams. So how do you think this is playing out in the, the wider scheme? Final word, kind of Alex, just your thoughts on this kind of this bigger setting itself up for the future and these, these drivers that we're going to have in Formula One Lando, George, Oscar, this kind of next generation, everyone's kind of posturing to get those drivers in their teams. Well, I think for Lando Norris and George Russell, doesn't change much at all. Oscar Piastri, presumably gets a drive, his talent will shine through. But what it really does cement, particularly the fact that Alonso jumped ship, is things do not look good for Alpine because Aston is still rebuilding. It's doing its re- redoing its factory, a lot of investment there. Alpine already did that. They completely changed the Endstone base. People were talking about, um, you know, they'd worked there years ago, came back to the team, couldn't even find their way around the factory because the buildings had physically changed so much. So if all that investment's gone on and Alonso's still thinking, why should I stay? I don't, you know, the money's enough to tempt me away and this one's a, a building project. It's not like Alpine are at the front of the field. So ultimately, the whole situation it's a disaster and who could Alpine go racing with Luke next year if it's not Oscar Piastri I, I mean yeah you, you know, I've seen suggestions of Pierre Gasly that's definitely not happening uh, why not a French team a but, French well, a, he's under contracts with uh, Red Bull and for Alfa and although there's no feature for him at Red Bull then I think that they wouldn't be looking to let him go. B, the personality clash would not work between him and Esteban Ocon. So I think that probably wouldn't happen. I Honestly, I think Daniel Ricciardo. I, that would be my... If I was going to say who right now will be racing for Alpine next season, i say, yeah, Ricciardo's going to go back to Enstone. He'd go back. He knows a lot of the people there, even if the top-level management have changed. And I think that... But that change also means that the wounds have healed from yes. a couple of years ago. Of Omar Safnau has spoken and said that there would be no issue bringing Daniel back. So that that I... That, I reckon, is the most likely outcome in this. And some good seats on the grid. Williams and Alex Albon staying there, but no news on second seat. 
Not yet, no. But again, that is something that they were looking at Piastri's partner album for next year. That obviously has not happened. And now I think they can look to maybe Formula 2 Logan Sargent, their young American driver. I mean, that would have a big appeal for their American owners, but also for Formula 1 as a whole. Um, I think that would be a, that would be a good a good move if they went for it. Nick DeVries is another option, the Formula E champion. He's uh, done an FP1 for them this season. He was on the shortlist for last year before they went for Alex Albon. So uh, yeah, I think Williams, they've got they've got a couple of options. But if I were them, I'd maybe bide my time and just see how this sort of uh, Alpine-McLaren situation plays out. And if anyone falls through the cracks, they might say, well, it's us or nothing. And yeah, do you want to keep racing in Formula 1? We could offer you a home. Wowee. What a, an amazing couple of days in Formula One. The start of the summer break has been anything but uh, fantastic. Let us know what you think about all of the driver moves and who should be racing where. We'd love to hear from you right now. Thank you very much for listening to the... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Autosport podcast, and we'll see you on the next one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You've always had what it takes to make it happen, and we know the right tools can make it easier. At Strayer University, we're always thinking about new ways to set you up for success. That's why we give you a brand new laptop when you enroll in a bachelor's program, so you can start off on the right foot and keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Eligibility rules, restrictions, and exclusions apply. Connect with us for details. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.